What I will speak of in my 60 seconds on love is a memory. Uh, it's a conversation I had with a friend about her name. Uh, her name is Ifunaya, and it means I see you. Or at least, uh, if I remember correctly, that, that, that was what she said it meant. And uh, it also means love. Uh, I think that that was very striking because um, it, I think it got to the heart of um, something that's at the core of this ineffable thing that all of our descriptions are trying to get at. Um, the idea of uh, seeing and accepting or seeing and yes just accepting so that 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 struck me as sublime in today's episode we talk about love but before we get into it i'm happy to announce that we are now on itunes Yay! So please subscribe. Yeah, so we asked people to send in voice notes about love, about whatever kind of love appeals to them, and whatever about love they wanted to share. And we got an interesting range of voice notes, so here they are. I met this girl in Switzerland and we became friends. She was from Norway. And uh, up until that time, I had never quite fallen in love with anyone from a um, completely different culture in that way. I, I, in fact, I had never fallen in love with a white person up until that point. And so when I finally began to realize that I was falling in love, it's, I was quite surprised. Um, it just crept up on me. And that was also when I, I realized how beautiful you know, she actually, she actually was, um, and she had long golden hair and just this very striking elvish kind of beauty, and um, she was just, you know, so creative and and we really connected on such a deep level, and I think just being with her was, it was the first time that my eyes were open to what like it might actually mean to have a soulmate and uh, one day we went into the capital together burn and we went shopping for christmas we went to the you know this grand bookstore uh, in the city and we sat in this magnificent tea house and, and we just talked about everything um and it was so special you know and um, and at the end of that at the end of that time i I watched her pack her bags and leave because I never was able to summon the courage to say something. And I think that's always something I wonder about, you know, what might have been if I had said something. I have a complicated relationship with love. I mean, I always find myself either loving too little or loving too much. And in my friendships, I often found myself loving certain friends with kind of intensity that almost bordered on the inappropriate. Like I, I would love them with so much unabashed emotion. And I used to wonder, you know, is this wrong? What does this mean? And then sometime last year, I stumbled upon this piece on brain pickings that talked about how in the fullest and most rewarding of friendships, the two friends are always 
a little bit in love with one another. And it just made sense to me that I didn't need to box these things up. I don't need to put love in this binary connotation of either romantic and intense and platonic and tepid. I can love my friends with everything inside me and just revel in it. And it's been the most liberating thing. Well, for me, it's less about an encounter and more of a series of unconscious motifs that one day just hit me and made me realize how much my father loves me. And they were mostly events where we argue a lot, my father and I, and then I would see him and there would be this silent moment that passed between us and suddenly it would just be an expression in his eyes where he just, they lowered themselves a little, they kind of like a puppy who is trying to make the cutest face but it's not doing very well and it's almost resigned and I realize he has that expression on his face because he realizes this is my daughter she's you know she's passionate she's opinionated we come from very different schools of thought but I love her you know one of those what can I do about it I love this girl those are you know that's when I really realized my father loves me. I think it's ceding a chunk of your independence to someone else. You anchor your well-being on them and theirs. You, you find that that phrase that you, you've always used, that you're fiercely independent, it doesn't exist anymore. You just, you find you've let go, you're letting them take care of you. And for people who've guarded their independence all their lives is the hardest thing to do. It's something you don't think is possible. So when you when you find yourself doing that, you know you have it. If you give your to me, I don't gonna let you go. When I go to you, basa basa baby, trust in me. If you give your to me, I don't gonna let you go. When I go to you, basa basa baby, trust in me. Okay, um, do I think love is real? Yeah, absolutely true. Um, I mean, I've been in situations where uh, if not for the love of family and friends, I probably never gotten out of. Love is that thing that makes you know that whenever you get in trouble, you always have people to get you out. That's what love is. You know, the, the mere fact that you can, that your life seems relatively easier by the thoughts of one, one person or a group of people. That's what I think love is. It doesn't necessarily have to be romantic for it to be real. And then sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be conventional for it to be real. But is love real? Absolutely. Love is a murderer. But if she calls you tonight, everything is alright. Those are lines from LCD sound systems I can change. As someone who just lost, once again, in this thing called love and intimate relationships, it's quite apt. We were together for almost a year, but now she said it's no longer working. It wasn't all perfect, but I like to think there were some great moments. She gave up on us, she gave up on me. And I've wondered a few times why I didn't do the same. What kept me going despite the challenges? It's been six days and I miss her a lot. But I know it will eventually fade away. Love is a murderer. 
or if she calls me tonight, everything will be alright because it's still a beautiful thing. So my most magical experience with love happened in Malaysia 2014. My friend and I decided to travel to Malacca after our workshop in KL had ended and it was on our final night there that we were just having dinner je, je, when this fine black tall man walked in and I looked at my friend and I said wow this man is really good looking and she agreed with me but we skipped along really quickly in the conversation because well he was there with a woman and we weren't really sure what their relationship was like but just as the waitress was trying to find them a table the man stopped at our table to say, oh, I think you're really beautiful and I love your hair. Um, and so I said to him, sit with us. And he said, oh, I came here with a friend. And I said, so did I. <laughs> um, and so we ended up sitting at the same table and we spoke for like four hours. And at the end of the night, we exchanged numbers. And literally one minute after this man left the restaurant, he sent me a text message to say, change your mind about leaving tomorrow. Spoiler. We saw each other every single day <laughs> until I left Malaysia. And to be honest, we practically lived together. And I'm really, really, really grateful that that happened, that I let go and I was just free enough to say yes to that opportunity. Um, but also because it really could have turned out to be a kidnap story. <laughs> My mom used to say that the little things matter and it took me a while to get that completely till I met someone who um, changed that for me. He was very kind and very, um, co very considerate in his actions. I found that amazing because I never hadn't seen it in that manner um, from how he would ask how I was doing or um, buy food and open the wrap up, like very tiny things that you could easily ignore were the things I saw him being consistent with. And even he was going through a phase where he was dealing with his own issues and he taught me um, how to be patient. I learned to be patient with him. I learned to love better with him. Um, and somehow loving him showed me how to love myself more in, in the weirdest, weirdest way. There was a time in my life when I was sure that I wasn't going to get married or form a long-term partnership with anyone. And as time went on, I changed my mind. And there are at least three people that I felt I could spend my life with. At least one person I told I was going to marry them. And then again, I had my mind changed for me um, by a set of complex, complicated circumstances. Uh, I began to wonder if I was actually capable of loving someone in that way. And it wasn't just about romantic love. Uh, my family, for instance, I care about them deeply, but I find it difficult to pick up the phone and call them, at least not you know, after, until after a few weeks have gone by. I don't like to visit because uh, in some shape or form, they stress me out. And I took a test online uh, because I saw some symptoms that looked exactly like what I have in terms of antisocial behavior and not just um, having a lot of emotional responses to things. And it turns out I rank high on the Asperger scale. Um, that put into context some of the things that you know people have said about me as I grew up, you know, and how I was a loner and strange and stuff. And you know that has helped me come to terms with who I am. Uh, but. You know, this love thing is, is just been a weird, complex thing for me. Please.
as a whole. Don't tell me you're falling Cause I wouldn't know what to do with myself Please don't tell me you love me Cause I've been waiting, waiting, waiting For the one who never comes I'd imagine how difficult it is to record these voice notes because I mean most people actually backed out and say that I mean, I mean I don't have anything to say it's such a difficult thing and then it puts you in a place of vulnerability and I didn't even have anything to say till this moment where I had to really think hard about it like for me I'm very conscious of love feels very temporal to me and I'm very conscious that we love based on chance, time, opportunities, even with family. And um, I feel like if anything changes, if anything that has allowed that love to happen, if it changes, it then it, it just goes, even death. So I'm just very conscious of um, how temporal love can be. And it makes me feel very uncomfortable and it's difficult for me to settle in a loving relationship like even with like friends or with the partner or a boyfriend or whatever okay so i feel like it's the opposite for me where you feel um you don't feel comfortable getting comfortable because of that temporal nature i feel like i feel the opposite because i understand also that you know love might not be there forever but i think because of that i'm i almost revel in like in in the little things like i feel loving like outbursts it's like something really small happens like i'm just like chilling with somebody or with a friend or something and the person says something silly or just smiles in a funny way or there's just this funny light i'm not sure if it works like but like in those really little moments that's when i feel loved in, in in the most overwhelming way and i i even with guys i understand that that thing might not be there tomorrow so it feels even more special to me you know like it's this might not be here tomorrow but it feels so good right now so i'm just going to dwell you know, in this moment <laughs> never falling in out of love in the romantic sense of the word at least not in that way of having affection for one person that is different or you know, greater than that which I have for others but I've always thought that friendships are the highest form of love I fell ill a little over a year ago and family and friends kind of put their lives on hold for me some even left their jobs in other cities to be at my bedside I'm not sure I can reciprocate all that they did at the time and they don't usually act like they expect me to. Um, I've always thought that to love is to be a witness to another person's life, to to be there for their eyes, for their lows, for their joys and for their pain and to be their person no matter what is happening to them. And, and that has kind of played out over my life and how I've seen and received love. So about two years ago, I dropped out of school. It was a stupid mistake and I thought that I could pay for it by disappearing. 
I avoided everyone in my life, including my family. I wasn't talking to them as much. But my dad was aware that something was wrong with me, so he would call me and I would lie and lie and lie and sometimes not pick his call when I didn't feel like constructing a lie. Eventually, I decided, you know, uh, he was going to react the way he was going to react, possibly disown me, and he had the right to. I deserved it, you know. So I sent him an email and I went home, ready for whatever. And when he saw me, he hugged me. And that hug broke me. In that moment, I understood love. So I fell in love and I fell out of love and I've never like had that experience before like when I've been with people it's always been I like you but it's never been I love you and I thought it was going to be forever you know how they say like love is forever in movies I thought it was going to be like that but it ended up being a pile of trash <laughs> It's weird because I still think about this person. Like, I still think I love this person. But the person doesn't love me anymore. So, now I feel like smashing his car. I know I sound crazy. But, yeah. Is it weird that the great loves of my life have been platonic? I know other people outgrow it, but I'm not afraid of the word best friend. Because I think to become true friends with a person, you have to fall in love with them. At least a little. The last relationship I had ended in a mutual friend's kitchen. We didn't want him to know we were breaking up, so we whispered while he cooked, getting increasingly angry at each other, saying mean things to each other. I look back and I'm always shaken by how love, as far as ours, could end so quietly, like in someone else's kitchen. And we had to pretend to be fine afterwards and eat with the person. With my friends, there's no pressure for our love to transmute into something else, so I can really, truly give it freely without expecting nothing back. And that's enough for me, I guess. Love for me is very real. I remember the first time I felt like really loved. I was in primary two, I think. There was no electricity, the house was really hot, so I was on my bed tossing and turning and I think my dad got tired of hearing me toss and turn and he came out of his room and sat on my bed and used those local fans, those ones made with raffia, used it to literally blow on me till morning. He just sat there and just used the fan to blow on me till morning and I slept really well. I remember feeling something light and warm towards him and I knew he loved me very much. Yes. And if angels don't have answers to your prayers, oh, I will be there. Oh, I will be there. Love for me is finding your place in someone or in a group of people. Like feeling like you truly belong to something or someone. <laughs> that that's that feeling of 
um, certainty and the comfort that something has to offer you. So knowing that you can go there when all all is going down and nothing is bright and nothing is going right and know that you can find some comfort in them some encouragement some sense that oh it's fine like you're perfect in how you are like it's okay to be who you are in this space i think that is love that's love for me and that's love i seek in my entire life i think that's what i'm living for living a hope to find it's been one month and 12 days since my last relationship i sort of low-key hit myself for counting the days yesterday i woke up and the first thought that came to my mind was oh my god it's been one month and 11 days since you had a meaningful conversation with this person and the second thought that right afterwards was girl <laughs> i think i have made myself too i or with him i made myself too vulnerable and i am now going through the phase in my life where i am accepting that i shouldn't be that vulnerable around men because men leave it's easy to trust the love of a friend or your mother but it's it has become very difficult to believe in someone when they tell you that I love you, especially when the person is male. So love for me is um, quite interesting. Um, my example of what love truly is, is a mother's love. So I watched this movie recently titled Love Actually, and I think most people have seen it. But it's actually what does love mean to uh, people? Like, what do we think love is? And um. For me, love is my mother's love and what I feel for my mom. So love is sacrifice. Love is thinking of another person before you think of yourself. Love is, I want this person to be better. I want this person to have a better life than I have. I want this person's well-being to be better. So always thinking of the best of the other person. And to me, that is love. Always wanting the best from the, for the other person. Love is like sacrifice so love is sacrifice love is my mother's love moving all the way from nigeria to the u.s leaving everything behind leaving her job behind not certain of the future but knowing that i'm gonna do this for my kids um that truly is love so love is easy love actually is sacrifice i pride myself with my ability to make decent conversations but when it comes to love love is one of those subjects where i just shut up and pay attention and listen and see if there's something i can learn not because love hasn't dealt me well but because i feel like i'm not getting it right it's not exactly my fault say for the what love from my family and friends the other type of love that's romantic type of love hasn't exactly been a walk in the park it's been oh my god stress if anything but yeah we're hopeful we're not hopeless Hope, hopeless romantics and but we're not that we're just hopeful that maybe one day this thing is going to happen and yeah we'll actually get to call someone the love of our lives love of my life yeah i can't wait love 
I love the idea of love. I love the specialness. I love the butterflies in your stomach feeling. I love the being tied in a very special way to someone. So whether it's romantic love or love for my children or love for food. I like the idea that there's a special connection and there's something that's unique to that relationship. There's something almost life-affirming, life-giving, something that encourages and inspires and builds and strengthens and comforts above everything else. But I think romantic love is quite special, you know. It's that idea of being joined to another person, of being similar in more ways than one to another person, sharing goals, visions, dreams, ideas, thoughts. Yeah, I definitely like the idea of love. I'm a fool for that shake in your thumbs. I'm a fool for the thing about love is people just tend to focus on romantic love. While I am a fan of other types of love, like love between friends or between families, more so than I care for romantic love or the idea of it. But a few years ago, I found a man that I loved a lot. But then I woke up, I was dreaming. What was strange in a good way is that I've never felt love like I did when I was in that dream. I woke up with a smile on my face and the belief that what I dreamed would become a reality. I thought so because, you know, why does a girl who never really cared for romantic love suddenly dream of it? And now it's been years and that dream still hasn't come true and I'm less, I don't know, I guess less hopeful or less believing of it than I was when I first woke up. I think that love is a beautiful experience. It's wholesome and it's it's very real. It's sort of an awakening. I've experienced love. I experience love. And I think it means something that is so untethered and unhinged. It's finding someone who can understand you, your cracks, your stains, and all your crannies. It's finding somebody who does not expect you to truncate and doesn't need you to bend or to remold yourself. It simply is being enjoyed and enjoying another person. And what is most interesting about it is that it just is. It doesn't end and you don't know where it starts or where it ends. It just is. Several years ago, I met someone and the months we spent together still define and dictate standards for any future relationship I may one day have. Our love grew and it stretched and, and then it changed and just faded. I think one of the problems that people have is that they tend to cling to images of people from when they knew them best. Forgetting that people change. And we have to learn to grow together without going apart. For a long time, love, for me, especially the word, was a taboo. Something that can only be felt, but not spoken or expressed explicitly. And it was natural to, to have and feel love. It was the theme of my fondest childhood stories, but it was still awkward to discuss. And I love you is not something Nigerian friends and family are known to blurt out to each other very often. 
perhaps that is why the feeling is so intense and explosive when I do have it because it's been bottled up inside and surely that is why I only said it the words I love you for the first time about a year ago and even then as a response to another saying it first I wonder how many um, lovers never become because no one said the words first it's a tragic cultural thing say you love me.